two very serious shortcomings in President Biden's energy thinking were on display this week. The consequences are serious and in one case, deadly. Hello, I'm Steve Forbes and this is What's Ahead, where you get the insights you need to better navigate these turbulent times. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg made telling statements this week that revealed deep flaws in how the Biden administration sees the energy world. At an event celebrating the trucking industry, the transportation chief declared that even if we achieved energy independence, oil prices could still go sky high because the cost would be enormously impacted by factors and events all around the world. By contrast, he declared, if we were self-sufficient with so-called renewables, prices would be smooth and all would be well. The secretary is spouting nonsense. If the White House didn't wage an unending war against fossil fuels, production would be far higher and we wouldn't be tapping the strategic petroleum reserve to make up the shortfall. Before Biden, the U.S. was turning out 13 million barrels of oil a day. Now it's 11 and a half million. Oil has been particularly volatile for over a half century. The reason? A dollar that is steadily losing value since the U.S. went off the gold standard in the early 1970s. Oil then was around $3 a barrel. Then came the great inflation of that era. As the dollar weakened, oil took off like an Elon Musk rocket, peaking at almost $40 a barrel. It wasn't that oil was getting more valuable, but the greenback was shrinking. When inflation was tamed, petroleum plummeted. The same thing occurred in the early 2000s. The dollar lost value and oil went up fivefold. As for renewables, Buttigieg seems oblivious that windmills require a vast amount of minerals to be constructed, like cobalt, copper, lithium, iron ore, and nickel. News flash for the secretary. These things swing violently in price. Moreover, in an inflationary environment, costs for labor, electricity, and transportation and more all go up. Fossil fuel alternatives are no more exempt from higher prices than oil and gas. Secretary Buttigieg and other administration officials also touted new regulations mandating 49 miles per gallon for light trucks and passenger vehicles by 2026, 33% higher than they are now. This is absurd. There's no way auto manufacturers can achieve such an average unless the sale of electric vehicles increase more than fivefold. The new standards are a way to force automakers to somehow force more EV sales. It won't work. Electric vehicles typically cost at least $10,000 more than their gas-using counterparts. And many people don't cotton to the lengthy time it takes to recharge. And how else do manufacturers try to reach higher mileage standards? The way they've been doing it since mileage standards were started back in 1975, primarily by making vehicles lighter. And here we get to the unspoken cost. Lighter cars are less crash-worthy, a factor that has literally cost tens of thousands of lives. And sadly, there's no chance this administration will stop it. I'm Steve Forbes. Thanks for listening. Do send in your comments and suggestions. I look forward to being with you soon again. Oh.